Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the new episode of the podcast called The Dictionary. I am your host, Spencer. That's me. Let's talk about the words. The first word in this episode is crimp. C-R-I-M-P. First form, verb, from 1712. Uh, Let's see. I believe it is just transitive. Number one, to cause to become wavy, bent, or pinched as 1A, to form into a desired shape. And in this case, the context, uh, the thing that you might be forming into a desired shape is leather. 1B, to give a curl or wave like that of natural fibers. And the thing that you might be doing this to is synthetic fibers. 1C, to pinch or press together uh, in order to seal. And uh, that might be, (laughs) this is great, the thing that you might be pinching or pressing together might be the margins of a pie crust. Just yesterday, as I'm recording this, was pie day. Uh, So that's crimp. Yeah, you got to crimp the pie crust. Number two, to be an inhibiting or restraining influence on and the synonym is cramp, as in, sales have been crimped by credit controls. And that is from Time. Time Magazine? Crimper is a noun. This is from, I think it says Dutch or Lower German, krimpen, with a K, and that means to shrivel, akin to Middle Dutch cramp, with an E, which means hook or cramp. You can, you can, yes, you can crimp so many things from hair to pie. Okay, this uh, this sound effect is going to be a reference to a word later in this episode, but it's going to be a very, very bad sound effect, so I apologize. It's just going to be something like... I don't know. We'll we'll work on it, I guess. It's not going to get much better. Next is the second form of crimp, noun from 1863. One, something produced by or as if by crimping, as 1A, a section of hair artificially waved or curled. Artificially being that you put something in your hair to make it wavy or curly. Maybe it was curlers. Maybe it was a machine that squeezes it all to make it wavy. Maybe it's something else. It's it's crimped. 1B, a succession of waves, as in wool fiber. 1C, a bend or crease formed in something. I guess if you just uh, bend or crease a piece of paper, you could say that it's a, there's there's a crimp in the paper. Number two, Something that cramps or inhibits. And the synonyms are restraint and curb. You better crimp your something there, buddy. Next word is the third form of crimp, noun from 1758. A person who entraps or forces men into shipping as sailors or into enlisting in an army or navy. Hmm. A person who entraps or forces men 
into basically being sailors or in the army or navy? Crimp? It says it's perhaps from the first form of crimp. What would that be? Which one of these definitions? To cause to become wavy, bent, or pinched? To be inhibiting or restraining influence on? I don't know if either of those makes sense, but that's what it says. Fourth form of crimp, transitive verb from 1812, to trap into military or sea service. Uh, And then the synonym is impress. I don't think that's the one where you'd say, oh, that's so impressive. Not that one. It's uh, something else. To trap into military or sea service. I mean, that's the one, it seems like, the, the, the noun crimp, the person who's doing this, it seems like it should have come from that one, but the etymology says it's coming from the first form of crimp. And then the fourth form, the, the verb one, doesn't have any etymology. But anyway, if you're trapping somebody into the military or sea service, you are a crimp and you are crimping. Next is crimpy, adjective from 1888, and the synonym is frizzy. If I let my hair go a little bit longer, it can very easily get frizzy and crimpy. I guess it's naturally kind of crimpy because there's naturally some uh, curls that are in it, but that's not until it gets to be a certain length. It's definitely getting there, though. I might need to get a haircut in the next couple weeks. Next word is crimson, first form, noun from the 15th century, any of several deep purplish reds. Crimson. I don't know if I would personally say purplish. I mean, it's definitely getting into the purple area, but mostly just a a deep red. Hey, maybe I'll post a picture of crimson on Instagram and Twitter, at DictionaryPod is that handle username thing. You can go find it. Um, the etymology isn't very helpful, but I will read it because there are some interesting words. Uh, from Middle English, crimison. From Old Spanish, crimison. Also from Arabic, kirmizi, with a Q. And then also kirmiz, which means kermes, with a K. But I'm not sure what kermes means. I'm sure, I'm sure it's in the book here somewhere. Crimson. Crimson. Uh, well, actually, we're going to get to uh, something interesting because I was just about to sing a song, but I will hold off on that. Okay. Second form of crimson, adjective from the 15th century. It's just of the color crimson. Um, and it does say that the, um, the pronunciation is crimson with a Z sound, but I guess you could maybe also say crimson. But that sounds a little bit weird. Crimson. Crimson. Third form of crimson. Verb from 1601. Starting with transitive. To make crimson. How do you make something crimson? You just paint on it? Are there other ways to make something crimson? And then intransitive is to become crimson. Especially the synonym blush. Ah, uh, yes. If you are blushing, you are you are becoming crimson. Your cheeks are becoming more crimson because the blood is flowing to your cheeks. 
Uh, so, uh, yes, that is how you can make something crimson. Make somebody blush. Haha, I've crimsoned you. Next is crimson and clover over and over. It's actually just crimson clover. Two words, noun from 1839. An annual European clover that has cylindrical heads of crimson flowers, and is cultivated in the U.S. especially as a cover crop. The scientific or species name is Trifolium incarnatum. And uh, I think we may have to post a picture of this to see what it looks like. See how crimsony these flowers are on these cylindrical heads. Next is cringe think my sound effect might make you cringe, although that's not the one that it's, it's referencing. First form of cringe, verb from the 13th century. Um, let's see, I believe it is just intransitive. One, to draw in or contract one's muscles involuntarily, as from cold or pain. Oh, it is so cold, or I'm so painful. My muscles are contracting involuntarily. They, cr- they cringe. Number two, to shrink in fear or servility. Three, to behave in an excessively humble or servile way. Four, to recoil in distaste, as in, Americans cringed at the use of a term now regarded as a slur, and that is a quote from William Sapphire. Oh, well, I could guess as to what word they are talking about, but I will not do that. Uh, But yes, these days, uh, if it's, you know, if a word has become a slur, a derogatory slur, then yes, many Americans, many people around the world will cringe at at, at hearing it. Uh, A synonym for the whole word cringe is fawn, F-A-W-N, and cringer is a noun. There is a hair or a fuzz on this microphone. There we go. I got it. Uh, Cringe, etymology from Old English, kringon, which means to yield, from Middle High German krank, looks like crank with Ks, and that means weak. Second form of cringe, noun from 1597, a cringing act, and then specifically a servile bow. So bowing to somebody uh, as if, maybe not as if you're a slave, but that you are willing to serve them. Um, So yeah, but yeah, cringy things, not a fan of that. Um... Okay, next. It is cringe-worthy. One word. Adjective from 1977. So embarrassing, awkward, or upsetting as to cause one to cringe. As in, a cringe-worthy performance. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if somebody is doing something that feels uh, embarrassing in any way, like, yeah, like a cringeworthy performance or something, I, I definitely, uh, I, I feel bad for them. I get, it gets very cringy. Mm, I can't think of any specific examples off the top of my head, but 
you know, maybe we don't need to be reminded of them anyway if it's cringeworthy. What's what's something that you like that's cringeworthy? I don't know if we like anything that's cringeworthy. Okay, next. It is the word cringle. C-R-I-N-G-L-E. Noun from 1627. A loop or grommet at the corner of a sail to which a line is attached. So this is this is a boat, a sailing word, a loop or grommet at the corner of a sail. So it's, it's like a hole on the sail, and then you can attach a thing to it. And it is called a kringle. Um, and it is called kringle because it is from the lower German word kring, which means ring. That's how you can remember what a kringle is. Because the word ring is in there. Next word. I can't do it. It is the word crinkle. And yes, this is the one that I was sort of trying to emulate. But it's extremely hard to make a realistic crinkle sound with your mouth. I can't do it. First form verb from the 14th century. Starting with intransitive. There is another hair on this microphone. I have not cleaned it off for a while. Come on. Where did you go? The light is like shining and the bad, the wrong spots. Anyway, there's a bunch of them. I'll do it later. Uh, okay, crinkle. 1A, starting with intransitive, to form many short bends or ripples. Number 1B, this synonym is wrinkle. Crinkle and wrinkle. Number two, to give forth a thin, crackling sound. And the synonym is rustle. I can't do it with my face. Um, As in, crinkling silks. And now transitive, to cause to crinkle or make crinkles in. I I can crinkle the paper. Yeah, that's a much better sound. My my mouth can't do that. But I'm not going to I'm not going to actually make any uh bends or creases or things. Um, let's see the etymology. <laughs> okay, it's from the Old English kringon again. There was one of those uh cringe. Cringe had the same one. Um kringon and that means to yield. How how that's how I don't know how those are connected. Also, uh, Middle English, crinkalen, with it's spelled fun. Okay, much better sound. Second form of crinkle noun from 1596. Number one synonyms are wrinkle, corrugation, and pucker. And we learned corrugation or something that's corrugated. It comes. It just means wrinkled. So yeah, wrinkle, wrinkle, pucker, crinkle. Wrinkle, pucker, wrinkle, and wrinkle. I don't know. No. Okay. Two. Any of several virus diseases of plants marked by crinkling of leaves. So that's a a good thing to know. I don't know which kinds of uh, plants that can suffer from this, but if you see leaves that are crinkled, maybe they have, they got the crinkle. Crinkly is an adjective. 
Next word is crinoid. Noun from 1847. Any of a large class of echinoderms. Did I say that word right? Echinoderms, yep. Usually having a somewhat cup-shaped body with five or more feathery arms. And then it says compare to the synonyms, or maybe not synonyms, feathery star and sea lily. Crinoid is also an adjective. This is from Greek crinon or crinon, and that means lily. And the class name is crinoidea. There is a picture of a crinoid. This looks like, did it say it's a... Didn't say if it was in the water. (coughs) So sorry, excuse me. Um, It it doesn't say if it lives in the water, but I'm sort of guessing that it does. It doesn't tell me. Um, But it, uh, yeah, it just looks like it's, um, there's the bottom of the plant and there's some roots and it's got these very feathery arms that look like they wave in the wind or the water. And that's that. That's all there is to it. Uh, This one has... Four, eight, this one has 10 arms. And maybe we'll post a picture of a crinoid. Okay, last word. So many crinkles. Uh, okay, this is crinoline. C-R-I-N-O-L-I-N-E. Crinoline. Noun from 1831. One. An open weave fabric of horsehair or cotton that is usually stiffened and used especially for interlinings and millinery. And number two, a full stiff skirt or underskirt made of crinoline. Also the synonym hoop skirt. Uh, Crinoline or crinolined with an ED, that is an adjective. And uh, where does this come from? Why do we call it this? It is from Italian crinolino, from crino, which is horsehair, which is, let's see, so crino, horsehair, is from Latin crinis, which means hair, plus lino, which means flax or linen. Uh, So flax and linen plus hair became horsehair, Uh, Also from the Latin linum, and there's more at the word crest. So let's read the first definition again. Open weave fabric of horsehair or cotton that is stiffened and used to put in other things, I guess. Yeah, I don't know anything about this because I've never worn a hoop skirt. All right, so the words in this episode were crimp, 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 crimpy, Crimson, 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 crimson clover. Cringe, cringe, cringeworthy. Kringle, crinkle, crinkle, crinoid, and crinoline. I think I might just pick cringeworthy as the word of the episode. Uh, I feel like this word, cringy and cringeworthy, I feel like those have been, I don't know, for some reason I feel like they've become much more popular in the recent years uh, because, I don't know, Maybe because of the internet and we've people are posting pictures and videos constantly all over the world that maybe we can see more cringeworthy things. And usually cringeworthy things are the things 
that uh, are going to get shared a lot and people want to see because we have schadenfreude, so we feel better about ourselves when something bad is happening to somebody else. And so you kind of want to watch something that's cringeworthy uh, because it makes you feel better about yourself, maybe. Cringe-worthy, cringe-worthy. I feel good that I'm not you in that cringy situation. Okay, that is the end of this episode. All the words have been said. And uh, since, you know, I'm taking a little bit of extra time to not talk about the holidays and maybe talk about my life, if you want to hear it, I put it at the end. Um... I mentioned a while ago that we got some films films transferred from the late 70s and early 80s, and I've been watching through them, and I just finished going through uh, uh, the first chunk of them with my parents to make sure that I had all the dates right and, you know, try and get it in chronological order, and I don't know. I was just doing that an hour ago, so it's on my mind, but yeah, someday, someday I will probably put a handful of them on uh, public YouTube uh, because, you know, some of the ones with a lot of other people, they get complicated. But if it's just me or maybe me and my sister, maybe we'll let you see them. And then you can laugh at us because we were such dumb kids. Uh, Okay, that is it. Thank you very much for listening to me yammer on about things. And until next time, you're going to have to wait for it for tomorrow. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.